In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Lee Flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first? Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stolen. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, usually joined alongside by my co-host, Jake, from... But I'm riding solo today. It's Jake's bye week. He's heading back to Georgia to spend a long weekend with his wife. So I said, you know what? I can take care of this one. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. He's at from Jake PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. Appreciate you tuning in. Got a quick episode for you here on this awesome Thursday. As you know, the dust has settled, I believe for the college football playoff committee outrage. I mean, my goodness, I was a part of it as well. Still really can't believe how it all went down, but the final four is set. The college football playoff will be coming at us on New Year's Day. If you remember correctly, the Rose Bowl, number one, Michigan against number four, Alabama, and then the Sugar Bowl, which I think will be the better game. Number two, Washington against number three, Texas. Plenty of bowl games in between them. We'll keep it locked in right here on Punt and Pass with all the best recaps and previews of the bowl season action to come. College football, man, it just comes and it goes by so fast. It really is unbelievable. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. Look, it's the holiday season. I say it time and again. There is no better time to be on Prize Picks than right now. All of the major sports are playing, except baseball, of course. But you've got college football, college basketball, NBA. You've got NHL. You've got NFL. You've got soccer. You've even got e-gaming. Whatever you want to get down on, Prize Picks has it. Prize Picks is the best daily fantasy app on the market. If you download the Prize Picks app and you use the promo code PUNT, they give you a 100% deposit match up to $100. That means if you deposit 20 bucks, they're going to give you 20 bucks. If you deposit 50 bucks, they'll give you 50 bucks. And of course, if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will match it. They'll give you $100. Just use the promo code PUNT when you download the Prize Picks app or go 
to prizepicks.com. All you have to do once you do that is pick two to six players. You can do cross-sport entries as well and project that they will go more or less than their prize pick stat projection. You can win 25x your money. Huge shout out to prize picks. They absolutely crush it during the holiday season. It's just so much fun to get down with all of the action. Again, download the prize picks app and use the promo code punt. It's award season in college football. Yeah, that's right. The college football award show is tonight. And then the Heisman trophy award ceremony is Saturday night. But I think what really kicks off awards week is the College Football Hall of Fame dinner, which is out in Las Vegas. This took place Tuesday evening. The National Football Foundation puts it on. And I'll just start off with a personal note. Uh, this one was special because my coach, Coach Mark Richt, was inducted into this year's College Football Hall of Fame class. Extremely worthy. So cool that it happened now. Coach Rick goes in to the College Football Hall of Fame with a final head coaching record of 171 wins and 64 losses. That is good for a 72.8% winning percentage. That is truly unbelievable. Of course, he was at Georgia from 2001 to 2015 and then finished up at his alma mater, Miami, the U, from 2016 to 2018. Of note, in order to be eligible, eligible, to even be considered for induction into the College Football Hall of Fame as a head coach, you have to eclipse a 60% win percentage. Now, look, that is a bit controversial, and I'll just get this out of the way. A lot of coaches who were very, very important to the history and the game of college football, are they worthy? Yeah, but per the criteria of the College Football Hall of Fame, they're not even eligible. Uh, and as a player, you have to be a first-team All-American as recognized by one of the five voting bodies that put out a certified All-American team. So there have been amazing players that have come through college football over the years, and they're not even eligible because they were never a first-team All-American on one of those five teams. Back to Coach Rick, though. So awesome that he was inducted into the National Football Foundation College Football Hall of Fame. I'll just say this. As a 34-year-old guy now who played college football under Coach Rick, who's fortunate enough to play in the NFL, who now has three daughters, who will soon be married for 10 years, who is certainly washed up from an athletic perspective, but I'm back home, I'm around my family, I'm back in the great state of Georgia. I am more thankful that I had a head coach like Mark Rick literally every single day. And I say that through the perspective of understanding what college sports is now. And that's not a bad thing. Look, college sports is evolving every single day. Certainly right now, this day, December 6th on a Wednesday night, the transfer portal is completely inundated with kids who have been at one school for a year who are in the portal for maybe good reasons. Some are in the portal for maybe some alternative reasons. NIL has certainly turned college sports on its head. It seems like selfishness is pervasive in today's age of college sports. And again, that's not a bad thing. Look, I'm a huge proponent of kids getting the bag, making as much money as they possibly can strike while the iron's hot. However, the game is different. The locker room is different. College football is so different from what it was my senior year, 2011, just 12 years ago. God, I feel so old saying that. But when I say that I'm thankful 
as every day goes by, more and more thankful that Coach Rick was my head coach. I go back to the things that I want to teach my kids. I go back to the things that maybe helped me in my marriage. I know I'm getting super personal here, but Coach Rick instilled what it meant to be a good person, what it meant to be a good husband, what it meant to be a good teammate, what it meant to be a good friend every single day in our locker room. And if you listen to this podcast, you know that I've said this many times. I I truly do believe that being a head coach at a big-time university, even just a head coach in college football, is one of the most challenging jobs in America. Why? Because not only are you managing your own staff, not only are you having to manage the expectations of the athletic administration, which hired you, but you have to manage 125 different guys who come from 125 different socioeconomic backgrounds, and that is extremely tough. Coach Rick did that in a way to where it really did help everybody grow up. Now, you could look at me and say, hey, you know, 2010, you guys went six and seven. I I know we did not win as many games as they are certainly winning right now in Athens, Georgia, but we did get a couple of rings. I was on that Sugar Bowl team in 2007. I was on the team in 2011, my senior year, when we won the SEC East and we got back to the SEC championship. Wins are awesome. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Look at what the guys at Georgia are currently doing, the rings that they have, how they have cemented themselves in the history of Georgia football and how important they have been to that university. I'm just saying, on a personal level, in my household, being what some would consider a grown man now with a family, the things that Coach Rick taught me, I am deeply grateful for. So it is so awesome to see him honored As a coach now in the College Football Hall of Fame, he means so much to me. His family means so much to me. I did see him a couple weeks ago. He seems like he is hanging in there as far as his health. I know he was out in Las Vegas. It sounds like that was an awesome time, and he was able to sit up there on that dais, take his recognition in, and be celebrated as he should. So I just wanted to say that. I love you, Coach Rick. I'm so thankful for you. You deserve this honor. You are a Hall of Fame coach. You are a Hall of Fame guy. You have a Hall of Fame family, and thank you for everything you did for me, for the University of Georgia, for my teammates. Georgia would not be where they are today without Mark Rick. That is just a stone-cold fact. Georgia would not be where they are today without Mark Rick and the foundation that he laid from 2001 to 2015. So congratulations, to Coach Rick. Also going in to the College Football Hall of Fame this year, some guys that I played against. Eric Berry at Tennessee from Fairburn, Georgia. Just an absolute stud. Um, when we played Eric Berry, you had to know where he was on the field. He got in there on some special teams as well. An absolute game breaker, a game changer already in the College Football Hall of Fame. That's sick. Reggie Bush, I didn't play against him, but growing up being a college football fan, we all love Reggie Bush. Give that man his Heisman back. One of my teammates in the NFL, I got to play with Dwight Freeney in Arizona. Congrats to Dwight Freeney. Of course, he went to Syracuse. LaMichael James, we all remember LaMichael James out of Oregon. Unbelievable return, man. It's crazy. These guys who I was in college with already getting in to the College Football Hall of Fame. Luke Keekley played against him in the league. Jeremy Macklin, total stud at Missouri, long NFL career as well, wide receiver. How about Terrence Mathis, Redan High School? Yeah, that's right. Shout out Redan High School. Terrence Mathis gets inducted into this year's Hall of Fame class, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, top 
five greatest college football players of all time, certainly in the top 10. I would make a good argument for top five greatest college football player of all time. Brian Westbrook, D'Angelo Williams, and then the other coaches that got in, one of them, Paul Johnson, Coach Rick's nemesis over there at Georgia Tech, and of course he was at Navy and Georgia Southern as well, so congrats to Coach Johnson. And then Roy Kramer got in as a head coach. Roy Kramer, who was the commissioner of the SEC when the SEC got into their broadcasting rights deal with CBS, so shout out to Roy Kramer. Last thing on the College Football Hall of Fame. The National Football Foundation gives out the William V. Campbell Trophy, and Lab McConkey from Georgia was a finalist. I was a finalist for this award back in 2007. It's given out to the nation's top scholar-athlete football player. A senior gets nominated by their school to be a semifinalist and then a finalist for the William V. Campbell Trophy. Some consider this the academic Heisman. I believe it truly is the greatest award that can be bestowed on a student athlete, Lab McConkey, he was a finalist. He didn't win. Bo Nix ended up winning it. Bo Nix, of course, the quarterback at Oregon. Bo graduated with a 3.62 GPA with a communications degree. How about that? 3.85 GPA with a finance degree from Terry School of Business. Shout out to Lad. He will receive a $18,000 postgraduate scholarship. Really incredible. Bill Campbell. If you don't know who Bill Campbell is, look up Bill Campbell. If you can see it right there, that book right there behind me, that book is called The Trillion Dollar Coach. His story is absolutely unbelievable. That is who the namesake of the trophy is for. Bill Campbell was a longtime head coach at Columbia University. He was also a coach to many of Silicon Valley's best CEOs like Steve Jobs, like Eric Schmidt, like Larry and Sergey from Google. Fascinating story. His ties to football and business are phenomenal. I love the William V. Campbell Trophy. Bill Campbell, I never got to meet him, but he is truly one of a kind when it comes to the history of college football. Next topic on this short episode of Punt and Pass. You know, I woke up Sunday And as I was watching the college football playoff ranking show, so much attention was on the committee, obviously, because they had to make the decision to not put Florida State in to then move Alabama from eight to four to move Texas from seven to three and then take the number one team in the nation who had won 29 straight games, the Georgia Bulldogs, who just lost for the first time in about two and a half years. By three points in a conference championship game on a neutral field, they just crumpled them up like a piece of trash and threw them to number six. Who is the committee? That was the question I was asking myself. Who is this committee? Who, who are these people that behind closed doors are deciding which teams get the opportunity to play for a college football playoff national championship? And as I got to thinking, I just thought to myself, it's so weird how secretive, I guess you could say it is. It's so weird how behind closed doors this committee seems to be. I know on the Tuesday nights and the rankings release shows Boo Corrigan, the chair of the committee, gets out there and takes questions from Reese Davis and explains what they talk about. And as I look at this committee – A lot of these people look similar. They look a bit older. They look a bit 
distanced from the game of college football. They are athletic administrators. Some have some ties, like Jim Grobe. Jim Grobe, a longtime head coach at Wake Forest. Others, not many ties to college football. Why these people? Why this committee? Who decides who gets to be on this committee? I'm sure I could find out this answer with a quick Google search, but I don't want to do that because I have a narrative I want to push out there. I have the best idea in the nation for how the college football playoff committee should operate moving forward. First off, take it away from the athletic administrators. That is full stop. Get it out of the hands of athletic administrators who assumingly are are too scared to have their opinions heard by the public. What do I mean by that? Why are these meetings behind closed doors? Why is what they're talking about so important that the public, the college football fans, don't deserve to hear what's being said? I tweeted that out, and I got some interesting tweets back. What makes you think you deserve to know? Dude, this is college football. We all deserve to know. We're we're fans of the game. What are you talking about? Why do I deserve to know? Because I invest my weekends. I invest my weekdays. I invest my dollars in the game of college football. I want to know what's being said that determines who gets put where. Why are they ranked where they're ranked? Why did the injury to Jordan Travis sway this committee so much to where they just completely dismissed them from being in the college football playoff? Make no mistake about it. If Georgia beat Alabama, Georgia would have been ranked number one. Michigan would have been ranked number two. Washington would have been ranked number three, and they absolutely would have put Texas in to the college football playoff. They completely dismissed Florida State. I want to know why. I think they're too scared to allow their discussions to be aired in public. So I said, you know what? Get rid of them. Usher in a new committee who's not scared. Usher in a new committee who's very close to the game of football. Usher in a new committee who is knowledgeable, who is opinionated, and who I think could have a spirited debate, wouldn't be afraid to have that debate be in the public forum, and quite possibly operate much better than what is currently provided by the college football playoff. So I put out a tweet. I said, here is my 2024 college football playoff committee. I'll start with Kirk Herbstreit. Okay, Kirk Herbstreit, I I think he's generally beloved by college football fans. He's been around the game forever. The guy's on TV every single day. He's a workaholic at this point. If he's on the committee, I guess you got to bring his dog onto the committee. But we'll start with Kirk Herbstreit. I think he deserves to be on the college football playoff committee. Next, Josh Pate from CBS Sports. Late Kick Josh. His show, Late Kick. I think Josh Pate is a brilliant college football mind. I think Josh Pate is highly opinionated. I think he's very knowledgeable, and he damn sure is not afraid to have his opinion heard. Josh Pate, you're on the committee. Third, Joel Klatt. I like Joel Klatt. I think he does a phenomenal job on Fox Sports. I think he does great on all of his media hits. He, of course, played football at Colorado, so he's got that West Coast vibe to him, Pac-12, Big 12, all that. Swatches and calls a lot of Big Ten games as well on TV. Joe Klatt, you're on the committee. Sam Ocho, former teammate of mine, Arizona Cardinals. He does a phenomenal job on ESPN as well in the studio. Why Sam Ocho? Because the guy literally watches every single football game when he's in studio on the weekends at ESPN. Sam Ocho, you're on the committee. Former 
William Campbell Trophy winner, which we just discussed, former All-American at Texas, former NFL football player, now ESPN studio analyst, Sam Macho. Congratulations. This got a little bit of blowback, these next two. Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. Get his ass on the committee. Absolutely. Why? Knowledgeable about football. He is not the establishment. He knows gambling. He certainly would bring his opinions. Portnoy, Presidente, on the committee. His sidekick, if you want to call him that. His right-hand man, I guess. Barstool Big Cat. Love Dan Katz. Big Cat, pardon my take. One of the biggest sports personalities out there. Again, not the establishment. Opinionated. Knows ball. Knows sports betting. He is on the committee. We need people from different backgrounds who are not afraid to have their opinions voiced and heard. Presidente and Big Cat, they are on my committee. Matt Barry, love Matt Barry. Have gotten to get to know Matt Barry over the years. Matt Barry, ESPN studio host. He also calls the Thursday night games. This guy watches so much football. You should hear what his schedule is like from a Thursday to a Sunday during college football season. I guarantee you he watches more football than a lot of us combined. Matt Barry, Arizona State on the committee. Matt Liner, I think Matt Liner, phenomenal. I think he does an awesome job on Fox Big New Kickoff. I love what he puts out there on social media. Heisman Trophy winner, USC, Matt Leinert on the committee. Another Heisman Trophy winner, Robert Griffin III. This one could be a little controversial. RG3, he lets it fly, man. Again, Baylor guy. You see where I'm going? I'm going all over the map. All over the map. First round NFL draft pick, Heisman Trophy winner. RG3, you're on the committee. Cole Kublik. I think Cole is one of the sharpest dudes when it comes to X's and O's in all of college football. Of course, he played at Auburn. He's on SEC Network. He's got his own radio show with Greg McElroy in Birmingham. Cole Kubelik, you're on the committee. Danny Cannell, DK, my man DK, 100% on the committee. Are you getting my vibe here? Could you imagine having all these people in a room debating, discussing, talking about ranking college football teams. Danny Cannell, Florida State, of course, NFL quarterback as well. Great sports personality. DK, congrats. You're on the committee. Chris Falica, the bear, sports betting expert. The guy has positioned himself as one of the foremost voices when it comes to college football sports betting. He's all over. He was at ESPN. Now he's at Fox Sports. Chris Falica, the bear. You are on the committee. Who replaced the bear on game day? Stanford, Steve. We all love Stanford, Steve. That is Scott Van Pelt's sidekick. He is on the committee for the exact same reasons as the bear. I like Kelly in Vegas. If you don't follow Kelly, check her out on Twitter, at Kelly in Vegas. She's a sports betting sharp. I had to get some sports betting people in here as well. Power ratings is where it's at. Everybody wants to talk about who would be favored over who. What are the lines? Kelly in Vegas. Kelly Stewart. You are on the committee. I'm finishing it up. Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor is on CBS Sports. He played football at Notre Dame. I believe he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Very, very sharp guy. Does an awesome job as a studio analyst and a color commentator for CBS Sports. Aaron Taylor, you're on the committee. Those are my 13 or I believe 15 people that I've placed on my college football playoff committee. Who's my chairman? Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt, congratulations. Everybody loves you. You have one more thing to do on your calendar. Here's the caveat. Every single meeting is televised. No doubt about it. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what channel it's on. We are televising these meetings. They will be in person. It would be fascinating television. 
guarantee you'd be a better product. Everybody would have a much better understanding of the process. We would all know how the discussions, debates, and questions are being asked and talked about. It makes too much sense. Get the old suits out of there. Bring in people who have opinions, who are knowledgeable about football, who aren't afraid to have their voices heard. That is the correct college football playoff committee for 2024. Presented to you by myself, Drew Butler. Scott Van Pelt, thank you for being the chair. And I'll run through the list one more time. Kirk Herbstreet, Josh Pate, Joel Klatt, Sam Ocho, Dave Portnoy, Dan Katz, a.k.a. Big Cat, Matt Berry, Matt Leiner, Robert Griffin III, Cole Kubelik, Danny Cannell, The Bear, Chris Falica, Stanford Steve, Kelly in Vegas, a.k.a. Kelly Stewart, and Aaron Taylor. That's it. I absolutely love it. That'd be great. I know it would be. If you disagree with me or if you think somebody else should be on that committee, tweet at me, at Drew Butler. We are at Punt and Pass as well. Of course, this episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. Please download the Prize Picks app. Tell a family member, tell a friend, tell a stranger. When you're walking down the street, go up to the stranger and say, hey, I got something cool for you. They'll be like, get out of my face. Then you say, no, 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 listen to me. I have something really cool for you. Download the Prize Picks app. It gets better if you use the promo code PUNT when you sign up and you deposit $100, they will give you $100. It's that simple. And then you can place an entry, pick between two to six players. You can even do cross sports. And if it hits, you can win 25 extra money. If you want to be a good Samaritan during the holiday season, spread the good word about Prize Picks. Pick two to six players, project that they will go more or less than their Prize Picks projection. You can win 25x your money. College football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, NFL, esports, soccer, they have it all. Price Picks is the best. Download the Price Picks app. Go to pricepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. The DB3 piece will be put up this weekend on socials at Drew Butler at PUNT and Pass. How about this? Georgia's 2024 schedule got leaked today. I can tell you one thing. I don't know if you watch. I, I think Greg Sankey was on Marty and McGee, maybe, Saturday morning, or maybe Feinbaum Friday afternoon of SEC Championship Week. And he was asked about the leaks of the dates of Georgia's games next season. We talked about it a week ago, going to Austin in October, going to Tuscaloosa in September. And Greg Sankey was not happy. He was like, um, it's pretty clear that this leak came from within the league office. We're doing everything we can to figure out who and how this information got released. I was like, damn. I mean, he was treating this like government secrets. And why? Well, the SEC Network has done a really cool schedule release show on TV the past couple of years. And I find it to be pretty fascinating. The fans love to tune in. Again, it's the SEC kind of NFLing the schedule. They are trying to own as much of the calendar as they possibly can. The schedule release show has typically been aired in downtimes for football to kind of draw some viewers in. And Greg Sankey was not happy about those games getting leaked, acting like he's going to go hunt down whoever leaked that information. But today, Georgia's full schedule got released. 
And here it is. They are kicking off the season against Clemson in Atlanta. We all knew that. That'll be a big game. We'll see what happens with Clemson transfer portal, new QB, possibly. Their defense started playing much better towards the end of the season, but Clemson did not have the year that they wanted to. They kick off against Georgia next year in Atlanta, then home against Tennessee Tech. Then week three in Lexington against Kentucky. Why is that significant? Who just announced his transfer to Kentucky? None other than former five-star recruit from Georgia, Brock Vandergriff. Seems like he will be Kentucky's starting quarterback next year. The Dogs take on the Cats week three in Lexington. That'll be a good one. Then a quick bye week. All right, so two buys in 2024. After the bye week, you're heading to Tuscaloosa. Let me repeat that. After the bye week, Georgia heads to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Georgia last played in Tuscaloosa in 2020. This one will certainly have a lot of hype. Alabama knocked off Georgia in the SEC championship game, bounced them from the playoff, ended all the win streaks. Depending on what Alabama does, this could be the last two national champions facing off against each other. Turn around. Welcome Auburn between the hedges. So Alabama and Auburn back to back. Then you welcome Mississippi State to Athens. Mississippi State, new head coach Jeff Lebby. They will have a revamped offense. Watch out for that game. After Mississippi State at home, you get back on the plane and head out to Austin, Texas. That's right. Georgia at Texas. Dogs versus Longhorns. That's the same weekend as the F1 Grand Prix in Texas. Good luck getting a hotel room. Good luck finding reasonable priced flights. That will be an all-time travel trip. Could be tough to get out there. Definitely will be worth it. Dogs at Texas after they play Alabama, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Then another bye week. Then Jacksonville, you go play Florida. After Florida at Ole Miss. Then you come back home and play Tennessee again late in the season. You get a cupcake game, UMass at home before the final game. That, of course, is Georgia Tech. Quite the gauntlet there, everybody. Double buys do seem to be coming back now that we're moving to the 12-team playoff format. To recap, week one, kicking off against Clemson and Atlanta. Week two, home versus Tennessee Tech. Week three, at Kentucky. Then a bye in week four. Week five, at Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Week six, home versus Auburn. Week seven, home versus Mississippi State. Week eight, at Texas. Then another bye. Then week 10, Florida and Jacksonville, 11, you go to Oxford to take on Ole Miss. Week 12, home versus Tennessee. Week 13, home versus UMass. Week 14, clean old-fashioned hate, home against Georgia Tech. It does also seem like Carson Beck, signs are pointing to Carson Beck coming back for his senior season. So that is a great development for Georgia. If something else happens and that does not happen, I apologize for the false reporting, but that just seems what it's going to be like next year so Carson he might have seen that schedule and been like "Ah, I mean I need to think twice might head on to the NFL that could be a tough one in 2024 look this is what it's going to be like with the 12 team schedule you gotta you got to schedule tough non-conference games of course most of those games are in conference two non-conference would be Clemson and Georgia Tech out of the ACC but Georgia in 2024. Giddy up. They got a lot to prove after falling just short this year. All right, wrapping things up. 
little Heisman Trophy talk. The Heisman Trophy award show is Saturday night. Your finalists are Jaden Daniels from LSU, Michael Penix Jr., quarterback from Washington, Bo Nix, quarterback from Oregon, and then Marvin Harrison Jr. somehow got an invite. Again, not taking anything away from Marvin Harrison Jr. Great receiver, awesome receiver. Um, a couple, a handful of receivers had much better statistics across the line than he did in 2023. So if you want to, you know, hat tip him for a great career, go ahead and do that. I think Jaden Daniels wins. His stats are crazy. His rushing stats, over a thousand rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns, tons of passing touchdowns, highly efficient. LSU did lose three games, but I think the voters will take a look at the stat sheet and go, how do you not vote? For Jaden Daniels, he had an incredible year. Bo Nix had an awesome year. I voted for Bo Nix for the Davy O'Brien Award. I'm on the Davy O'Brien Award Committee, which is pretty cool. I'm also on the Ray Guy Award Committee and the Lou Groza Award Committee. So I've got votes for Quarterback of the Year, Punter of the Year, and Place Kicker of the Year. Interesting stat here from Ohio State football. I thought this was just pretty notable. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest Ohio State fan, but this is a huge accomplishment. Ohio State's had six Heisman finalists in the last six years. That's awesome. They had six Heisman finalists in the last six years, going all the way back to 2018, Dwayne Haskins Jr., RIP Dwayne. Then 2019, they had both Chase Young and Justin Fields. Then in 2021, they had C.J. Stroud. Then in 2022, they had C.J. Stroud again. And in 2023, they have Marvin Harrison Jr., so congratulations to Ohio State. I, I think we can go ahead and say congratulations to Jaden Daniels. You are more than likely 2023 Heisman Trophy winner. Lastly, SEC announced their of the year award winners. Eli Drinkwitz got coach of the year. Missouri had a good year. Eli Drinkwitz had a good year. I do think there are some other coaches worthy of winning the SEC football coach of the year. I don't know, maybe Kirby Smart. He just went undefeated for the third straight regular season. He was on a 29-game win streak. That's who my vote would have been. Am I biased? Yeah, but are we for real? How do you overlook Kirby Smart and what Georgia has accomplished, not only this past season, but the last three seasons? Kirby would have gotten my vote. I guess Eli Drinkwitz may have just edged him out. Offensive player of the year, Jaden Daniels. I think he's going to win the Heisman. Defensive player of the year, Dallas Turner from Alabama. He was certainly a force in the SEC championship. Special teams player of the year, Will Reichert. Place kicker from Alabama. Will set the record for the most points in NCAA history. He is highly dependable. Something that Alabama has not had before him. A really, really solid place kicker. Freshman of the year, Caleb Downs. Caleb Downs from right here in North Atlanta. Caleb Downs' mom, Tanya Downs, was my math teacher in high school. True story. Shout out to the Downs family. Scholar athlete of the year, Brady Cook from Mizzou, quarterback. And Jacob's blocking trophy. There's a Georgia Bulldog, Cedric Van Pran. So those are your SEC players of the year. All right, that's been a fun one. Uh, hope you enjoyed this quick episode of Punt and Pass. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. Jake is at From Jake. Check out puntandpass.com. And please, please, please download the Prize Picks app. This episode 
of Punt and Pass was presented to you by Prize Picks. All you have to do is download the app. It's at the top of the app charts. It's not hard to find. Go to the App Store, go to the search bar, type in Prize Picks, hit download. As soon as you hit download, when that promo code pops up, you type in Punt. P-U-N-T, punt, that gets you a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Then you pick two to six players. You project that they will go more or less in their prize pick stat projection, and you can win 25x your money. I will be on my prize picks app all weekend long. It is simply the best. Huge shout out to prize picks for continuing to support punt and pass and presenting everybody this very episode. Hope everybody is starting off their holiday season the right way. I appreciate you tuning in. Got the Army-Navy game coming up on Saturday in Boston this year in Foxborough. That's going to be awesome. It's your only college football action, D1 college football action of the weekend, 3.30 on CBS. So enjoy that. Holler at me if you got anything interesting on social media. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you on Monday. See ya. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacey and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.